0: This is Gemar Inksubiz Dav, Pei Val Baruch Hashem. We're back onto our regular schedule. And we're going to be trying our best to get up the Shirim early in anticipation of Shabbos, Yom Kippur, Sukkis, etc. So we pick it up on Pei and Beis. We're on the last narrow line. Le Le'Rava Le'Brei, the Rav Chibar Oven. Rava says that the son of Rav Chibar Come, tell me something nice. That your father used to say, Had Amr Shmuel, That what Shmuel said. Hamoyr Shachayv Lechaveiroi. If someone sells, sells his debt to his friend, V'chazeru Machloi. And then afterwards he forgives the debt. What's the halach HaMachal? It works. But if Yerish and even the Yerish is able to forgive the debt. Maida Shmuel, but Shmuel admits, V'chazeru Machloi. Sh'ein HaMacham Leish Yada Hiki so what's going on over here is if I sell, if I owe you a thousand dollars, so you have a star that says that I owe you a thousand dollars, you're able to sell that star. Because if you sell that star to another person, that person then gets the ability to collect the money. So you go and you sell that star, obviously for not a full thousand dollars, it's a little bit left. And then the question is: you go and you are Michael Bach. You forgive the debt after you sell it. Sounds a bit evil. We're going to see in the Gemara exactly. If you have any liability for doing such a deed, says the Gemara, if Mechila works, not only does the Mechila work, but as well, the Yarshim are as well able to affect such a Mechila. Where Shmuel Amar Shmuel says, "Excuse me, Umoide Shmuel, but Shmuel admits Machnesich Tarachayv Lebaylevu Chazur Machlashi No Mach Neshi Yaday Ki Yada." Says Shmuel, but a woman is not able to do this. For which reason? The simple reason being, Yaday Ki Yada, that her husband has equal rights in the debts of his wife and the in all the in everything of his wife, and therefore. She is not able to forgive the debt. Says the Gemara, two lines on the bottom. A relative of Ram sold her Ksuba for a bit of money. Igarisha, subsequently, she got divorced. And then Ushchiva, and then she was Niftaris. What happened was, is the purchasers came, those that bought her Ksuba, and they claimed the Ksuba from her daughter. They said, "We brought your we bought your mother's k'suba, and we want to be able to collect it now." Amrav Nachman says, "Rav Nachman, like a is no one here that can give these girls a bit of an itza?" As we turn over to peivava elf that Rav Nachman explains, "Teizol v'tichlalik sadima let this girl go, forgive the k'suba of her mother, legavi avua to her father." Thereby what happens, the father is no longer obligated to pay the mother the These people who are coming to claim the Ksuba can as well no longer collect the Ksuba. And then, and eventually these children will inherit the father and thereby gain by the fact that this person could not collect the Ksuba. Shama. So the mother heard, she went and she was Michael the Ksuba. And subsequently, Rav Nachlin remarked and said it was wrong that what she did, I made myself like a lawyer. Why was I telling her what she could do? So ask the Gemara, I don't understand. What was he originally thinking? What does he think now? Sounds like we have a funny case. Ram Nachlin gave the advice. She should go and forgive the loan. And then afterwards, he's all upset about what he did. So which way is it? Explains the Gemara. Originally, he thought, Tisalim, you have to help out your relatives. But eventually, he realized, no, Adam Chashav shiny, he, Ram Nachman, is held at a higher playing field, a higher plateau, because he's an Adam Chashav, and that is why, eventually, he regretted that, which he did. So, he continues the Gemara. Let's go back into this halacha. Gufa, he on the top of P.V. Shmuel, Again, if I have a debt, a document, excuse me, saying you owe me a thousand dollars if I sell that document, and then I'm maikhl like, it works. It says Ravuna Yeshua, if the purchaser of the document is smart, he'll go and give the borrower a few users, then rewrite the document saying that the borrower owes him that money. And thereby negate the seller, negate the original person who owed, who has owned the money, the ability to forgive the debt, because he now has a document stating that the person owes him the money. So now the question is: the person that forgave this loan, do they go free? So says Amimar. No, if you judge cases of garmi, cases of indirect causes of loss of money. In this case, you collect the value of a full share because you judge cases of indirect damages. You only collect the value of the paper. You don't get the value of the whole debt. He forced him to collect, and he was able to collect like the beam that's used for images, meaning a beam that they are very, very precise with every detail of it. So too, in this case, you'll collect the full payment. Continues the Gemara. We're the two dots, about 15 lines down. Similar to the Mishnah that we saw two days ago, in which there are multiple people trying to collect from one field. Here we have a Baal Chayv and a woman who both are owned money by a certain man. And that man has both land and money. So says the Gemara, which one is entitled to which payment? So the, Baal, the Gemara explains, The Chayv, you give him cash and the woman gets land. Each one gets according to their own judgment. Let's say there's only one piece of land enough for payment of one of them. Only one of them can get Why do you give the Baal before the woman? Therefore we have to be more concerned that if you don't get payment of the loan, people will not lend anyone else money. Whereas when it comes to marriage, says the Gemara... It's not such a concern, because we know that women always want to get married. Now, how to reconcile this with the previous Qumara, that we are nervous, is a bit of a discussion. <coughs> so, and he has land. So comes and says, you money, says, go, go collect the payments from the land, I don't want to deal with you, you go deal with it. We tell him, the ice, what do you mean he has to deal with it? You go sell that piece of land and take the money and give it to him. He responded, What exactly happened in this st- scenario, says the Gemara. Therefore, explains the Gemara, really in reality, you do not collect such a payment. But rather, because in this case, the person denied having any cash, and he said, oh, it all belongs to the guy, since he act, acted with deceit, we act with him the same way. What is the story? If someone lends you money, why do you have to pay him back? So the answer is, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah, say a positive commandment in the Torah. You have to pay someone back, someone will lend you money. So ask the Gemara, what is the story with repaying one's debt? What level of obligation is it? Amr the Gemara responds, two lines from the bottom, When it comes to positive commandment, let's say someone says, I don't want to make a lulav, I don't, I don't want to build a sukkah, I don't want to get a lulav, makinah, isaiah, tshetisi, and were able to beat him, as Rashi points out, before he over the veyrah, until his soul departs him, and of course, there's even going to be an mitzvah that certainly to prevent someone from performing a mitzvah. Loisa, I say, says the Gemara. Peivav <laughs> and the second line. Excuse me, not, not the second line, the first line. So it says, Here's the get, but you're not divorced until after 30 days. And he goes and he places the get on the side of Rosh Hashanah. Meaning, he doesn't actually give her the get. The get is waiting for her on the side of Rosh Hashanah. Now, What is the Allah such a scenario? Is she considered divorced? The fact that after 30 days, the get is waiting for her on the side of Rosh Hashanah. the Remember, asked her of Rechester responded, From the date of Rav and Shmuel, we learn that this woman is not divorced. Explains the Gemara, what's this date of Rav and Shmuel? Six lines down, According to Rav and Shmuel, the case is only going to be if the item is collected and lying in Rav and we see Rav and and since the side of like and Shmuel, Therefore, she's not divorced, because it's not as if she made a kinyan on the get. Asked the Gemara, What do you mean after, Rabbah? mi says she should, yes, be divorced. Why? But the So one says, Do a Mashiach, Do pull this cow, and it's not acquired to Ad-Lach, al 30 days. kana va afil And in this case, see, there is a kinyan, even if the cow is where in a swamp. My love, I knew Agam, I knew Siddur Shusha So says the Gemara, this seemingly is a proof. Because seemingly the Agam has the same status as the sides of Rosh Answers the Gemara, Loi, Agam l'chod, siddur Shusha Rabbim Don't bring a proof in the case of Agam, because the Agam, the swamp, is a different din than the Siddur, the sides of That's the first lesson of the Gemara. And in classical Gemara sense, the Gemara says, Zikadi Amri, we have another lashon exactly how to learn the previous uh, given change. Here, the first lashon says she's yes divorced from the dinner of Nachman. Why? Because the subject of is the same status as an agam, and therefore, just like if the item would have been in the agam, you yes have a Kenyan. So too, in this scenario, there is a Kenyan. And on this, the Gemara asks, with the Rebbe Shmuel." For the case of Rav Shmuel, we should see my love behind the Rishon's Rav and behind the Seder's Rav that has the same din as the Rishon's Therefore, you do not have a Kenyan. Answers the Gemara: Loi, just Rav the Chod and two different Lashaynays. Whether we equate the sides of Rishon's the same status as the Rishon's Rav or not, we continue with the Mishnah about twenty lines down of Peivam and Beis. So when sits his wife as a storekeeper or appoints her as a caretaker over his estate, the reason my shviah called says the Mishnah he could cause his wife to swear to take a shvua whenever he wants. he even make her swear on the most trite and minute of items if he wants to ensure that she's not handling them incorrectly. So ask the Gemara fundamental shayla on this Mishnah. When Rabbi Yezer said, they're able to cause one's wife to swear on any item, on any dollar amount to make sure she didn't misuse $2, $5. Ask the Gemara, is that a straight Shvua? You could go over to your wife and say, I want you to swear you didn't take one extra anything. Or is it only Ali De Gilgal? Only if she is swearing, then we could have her swear Gilgal Shvua means... Then, once you're making one Shvuah, we can make you make a second Shvuah, piggybacking on the same Shvuah. So, again, this is Rabbi Ezra, Shaila is <laughs> like they the Says the Gemara Tashima, Armel of the the responded to Revel Rabbi Revel who said, who was of the opinion that he could make her swear on any amount, they said to Revel that it's impossible to live with a snake in a basket, that it's impossible to live with such a woman. It, excuse me, that she, it would be impossible for her to live in such conditions, having to swear over any item. So, from that response that the Chachamim said of Eliezer, the Gemara, proves, <speaking in Hebrew> If you're going to tell me that it's even that a husband tells his wife to swear over any small amount, then I understand the time now that it's impossible to live in the same basket as a steak. <speaking in Hebrew> But if you're only making her make a shvua, they Google if, if she's ready to one shvua, You ready? Then you can make her make a second. Ask the Gemara, what's the big deal? So the Gemara explains, no, it is a big deal. That she can say, I can't live this way. You're going to be so precise with every dollar I spend, it's not possible. So Toshema says the Gemara Arishaloi, Pataz Tisha Minademi shvina Someone does not exempt his wife from a Shavuah or a an Nedher, and he makes her a storekeeper, or he makes her an administrator over his properties. Then he can make her swear as much as she wants. For the price that continues, let's say he did not make her an Abit Shabbos or a storekeeper, then he cannot make her swear. Shears, say, Why? And here are the critical words. Because every woman at some point in the husband's life, some point in the marriage, is a bit of an administrator, obligated and in charge to a certain item of the husband's. So, um, they responded in on the So, we see that it's a din al It's not only if it's through a gilgal shuwa, but even the chhatkhila is the makhlaikas in the Mishnah. And we conclude today's year with just beginning this Mishnah on the bottom of Feyvavam and Continuing off the theme of the previous Mishnah of a husband making his wife swear on different entities, says the Mishnah, if someone wrote to his wife, of law. He says, I'm not going to have anything to do with your that he's not able to make her swear, but you could, yes, make the arshim swear, but Abayim someone who's coming to collect in her place, you can make them swear. Someone says, I'm not going to have Neder not only on you, but neither on your inheritors so or anyone that comes in your place. Then, then he's not able to make anyone swear. is a They call make him swear. Neither and Neither I nor my inheritors will not have either neither you nor your inheritors have an obligation of a shwoa. In the Halashviya, Lohuv, Loh Yarshav, Lov Arm, Rishusah, Lohisav, Lohisha, Lov Arm, Rishusah, works for everyone. Halacha, Halcha, Mikar, Baila, Baysaviya. Let's say the son of the Gemara is going to have to explain she goes straight from her husband's grave straight to her father's house. Then we do not make her into an Abba Chabas. In the Yarshav Ashviya, and I saw, 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 and even if they would make your make a Shvuah, it's only on Lazalavai. It's never going to be on that which happened in the past. We'll pick it up in the Gemara tomorrow, in which we're going to deal with a lot of the particulars of the Mishnah and different. Their-